Welcome to the after show where we explore the message behind the message. If you enjoy our content, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast. I'm Pastor Erica and I'm here today with Pastor Michael Escamilla and the message that he gave us yesterday. Thank you so much. It was so inspiring and so motivating and I had pages upon pages of notes. (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, I wanted to start by talking about food. You mentioned yes. that you like food, but that you not not just that you like it, but you can right. eat a lot. I of can, it. <laughs> I can eat a lot, and I don't know like where that started or where that came from. I remember as a kid, even in the cafeteria or lunchrooms, I was like, "Hey, are you going to eat that <laughs> afterwards?" <laughs> and so I just I enjoy eating food. Yeah. Yeah, so and great. I'm not picky. Uh-huh. So I mean, I like. There's not really any food that I don't like or mm-hmm. I won't try or turn down. What's so. your favorite? I really enjoy like Asian food. Uh, sushi, our family's a big sushi family. Okay. Um, and so my kids have really enjoyed that. And uh-huh. so whenever we have, but sushi's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, it, but it, yeah. So mm-hmm. I really, yeah, we enjoy so, eating. So given the choice, tamales together. or hot dogs? Oh, tamales all the way. Absolutely. <laughs> Cheeseburgers or pizza? Um, wow. Like what kind of pizza? Oh, with everything? Like the Chicago style, oh, yes, like that yes. kind of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. that I talked about this weekend. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, pizza okay. for sure. What about Doritos or Flaming Hot Cheetos? <laughs> Doritos. Yes. Do you not like Flaming Hot Cheetos? I, I don't think I've even tried those. My kids have, uh-huh. but I have not tried those. I survived <laughs> I tried on those in high school. Really? Yes. Okay. It was like the thing. Yes. And I had a friend who would add more hot sauce onto them at like wow. 730 in the morning. That was her breakfast. That's crazy. Yeah. Hey, I like hot stuff, though. I yeah. do. I enjoy hot stuff, but I haven't tried the Cheetos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, so. I don't eat them anymore okay. because now they taste like <laughs> chemicals. Right. So <laughs> right. That's good. if we only knew back then. Yes. So one of the things that I really enjoyed about your message was you said that uh, what we do now determines our destination. Yes. And so you talked about our foundation. Right. And one of the things that really stood out to me was if your foundation is weak, your structure is compromised. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was so deep. I've read that before and I've been like, yeah, that would be difficult to build a house on a rock, but just move on. And I just think about like Peter and this means Jesus and just move on with your life, you know, but you really gave me a picture of it. Your illustrations Mm -hmm. were on point. Mm -hmm. Um, At one point I was like, is he going to beat the boxes? I hope he does because that would be (laughs) great. (laughs) So it was so great. I Um, wanted to, but Linnell was like, hey, don't preach mad. (laughs) Right. Like, don't get too mad <laughs> at the boxes or don't yeah, get too mad at the weights. And so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was so good, though. It was oh, so thanks. good. And I wasn't expecting at the end when you were hitting the the weight rack, right. I wasn't expecting that. So then right. that brought it home even more. Like, mm-hmm. this is your foundation and right. nothing can knock it over. Right. It was great. Yeah. Uh, the other thing was about how the Bible is like a mirror. And you said mm-hmm. that um, it shows us when our hair is out of place. Right. And I thought that that was great, too, because so many times we go to Scripture expecting to get something out of it mm-hmm. um, that's more of a blessing or right. something that's for us mm-hmm. rather than it's for us. All of it's for us, but it's for us in a maybe materialistic way or a way to just have fun and enjoy life rather right. than, hey, it takes work. And mm-hmm. so these are all the guidelines for you to yeah. enjoy that abundant yeah. life. Exactly. So there was that. Um, but one of the things that I felt like was a pretty big general idea of the message was how it takes work and hard mm-hmm. work. Yeah. And um, I really appreciated that. Mm-hmm. That When we were in California church planting, there was a girl that worked at the salon that did not like Christians. And she made that very yeah. clear. 
So by default, she didn't like me. Mm -hmm. um, she wouldn't talk to me. She would ignore me. And the salon was tiny. So she would like come in and ask everyone if they wanted something to eat and not ask me. But I was like, well, I don't really know you. I'm not attached to you. So it doesn't right, bother me right. for whatever reason. You hate me, whatever. Right. Well, one day we were there. It was just me and her. I was in the back room. She was doing someone's hair. And this woman asked her something about Christianity. And then her voice got louder when she started responding to the woman. Mm -hmm. And she basically said that she didn't like Christians because Christians choose the easy way in life. And I remember sitting in the back thinking, easy? Right. There's nothing easy about this. Right. You can go out there and indulge yourself in whatever you want. Yeah. Like, yes. we don't get to do that. Right. So what do you think are some good ways that we can better communicate to people that it's not easy that it actually mm -hmm. takes work and sacrifice and commitment yeah um first of all i didn't know you worked in a salon yeah i'm a licensed <laughs> cosmetologist there we go <laughs> i just learned something yeah. about pastor erica hey yeah. but um i always explain to people that uh salvation is a gift mm -hmm. and i was trying to even tie that in yesterday because i want people to know that we can't earn our salvation uh -huh. and i just the the verse that i mentioned there <clears throat> excuse me was where Paul is talking about, hey, you're saved by faith, mm -hmm. uh, by grace, through faith, right. not by works, so that none of us can mm -hmm. boast. So salvation is a gift because of what Christ has done for us mm -hmm. on the cross. But being a disciple will cost you something. Mm -hmm. And I think so many times in, in our culture, it's, it's easy, again, mm -hmm. to receive that gift of salvation. And I'm so grateful for yeah. that. And I appreciate that so mm -hmm. much. And I never want to take that for granted. Mm -hmm. Um, but as Christians, we're called to count the cost. Anytime Jesus said, hey, come and follow me to someone, it was because of a sacrifice mm -hmm. that they had made right. um, in order to follow him. Mm -hmm. And I think that's true in every area of our lives, mm -hmm. um, that when we uh, want to do something significant mm -hmm. and when we want to make a life change, whatever that might be, whether again, going back to yesterday, it's a dating relationship or marriage mm -hmm. or in our finances or in our education. Mm -hmm. um, you just, you're, you're working through your education yes. right now. So you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh -huh. It takes work. It mm -hmm. takes commitment. It takes you saying no to something else so that you can say yes to yep. this thing that you're doing. Yep. Um, and I think sometimes people uh, Christians in particular forget that, that mm -hmm. there's a cost when Jesus says, hey, tip, pick up your cross and come and follow me. Mm -hmm. um, Jesus was was painting this picture and we don't really get it because we've glorified the cross now right. and we wear it as jewelry. Yes. But that was the death penalty at that time. And Jesus is saying, hey, I'm going to die on a cross and I want you to take up the same attitude mm -hmm. to pick up a cross and follow me. So right. it's not it, when Peter and James and John are hearing take up your cross, mm -hmm. it has a way bigger context yeah. than sometimes we really fully understand mm -hmm. or that we grasp. Um, and so I think we forget that sometimes yeah, that yeah. there's a cost there. So it's very much like uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer's. Yes. The everything. It's, it's expensive. It and is. That was the thing you kept saying that it's yes. expensive. It's mm -hmm. hard work. And it just it was just so motivating to yeah. me because, well, I'm drawn to challenges. So <laughs> right. this is such a yes. great reminder of what right. it actually takes. Yeah. So that being said. Um, when Paul says that we, or James then later talks about how you're saved and you show it in your works exactly. and faith people and get works. that mixed up, but mm -hmm. usually it's the idea of you have this faith that you've been saved by grace. Mm -hmm. And because of that, you start to do works. Mm -hmm. Then you, you want to forgive people. Right. You want to uh, live a, a life where you're pure and things mm -hmm. like that, but it's out of that faith right. realizing that it's a gift. Um, 
you know, throughout scripture, we have the covenants that God makes with his people, and mm -hmm. most of them are unconditional. So he's just, he makes these promises and he's going to keep them no matter what. Yes. But there's the uh, covenant that he makes with Moses and mm -hmm. the Israelites. And he says, if you will do these things, right. I will be your God. Mm -hmm. And so they go back and forth all throughout the redemptive yes. story of yes. I'm going to live for God. I'm not. I just kidding. Right. You know, and so right. many times we find ourselves in that same situation. So do you think that our relationship with God is reciprocal. Like we mm -hmm. give and so then he gives. Mm -hmm. do, do you know what I mean? Yes, or do you absolutely. think that it's just what the the way that you live, there's a consequence or a result of the way that you choose to live? Mm -hmm. um, so going to, to 1 John, I, when you said that, it, it reminds me of the verse where it says, John is saying, how extravagant, if you will, the love of God that he's lavished on us. Mm -hmm. um, and so God is... I think he he gives us way more than what we give yeah. to him. Mm -hmm. And so but there is this beautiful picture of, man, when I draw near to God again, going back to James, I know we keep kind of mm -hmm. highlighting that. But when I draw near to God, that he draws near to me. Mm -hmm. And so I, I so much appreciate um, this idea and this picture of. Man, God, and what you said, is a covenant-keeping mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. um, and so his heart towards us, his promises towards us, um, his love towards us is so great. And I just, Erica, what you just said a moment ago, it when, when my, uh, and I think you've heard Jeff use this illustration mm -hmm. probably, when Valentine's comes around, I don't give Linnell flowers because I have to give mm -hmm. them to her. I give them to her because I want to, mm -hmm. um, because she has my heart. Mm -hmm. And so more, she doesn't want just my actions of giving her flowers or chocolate. Right. She really wants my heart. Mm -hmm. And so it's really out of that relationship of mm -hmm. love that I'm saying, man, I want to give to you because I love you. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm doing this. Yeah. So when it comes to our faith, I feel like that picture of us saying, Man, God, I love you. So it is a sacrifice, mm -hmm. I guess, if you mm -hmm. can call it that. Mm -hmm. But to me, it's this act of, wow, I, I love you so much, God. It's, it is hard. It is work. Mm -hmm. But out of that, I want to show you how much I love you. Right. Right. Um, and so that's why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. So then in that case, it's more of a, it's not even, I think calling it a give and take relationship isn't mm -hmm. even the same thing with God. Because like you right. said, he just gives and gives and way right. more than we ever could. Right. Um, and hopefully the, what we're doing is out of that love for him. Yes. Um, it makes me think of that movie with uh, Jennifer Aniston, Vince Vaughn, The Breakup. Yes. Where she's like, I just yeah. want you to want to wash the dishes. <laughs> yes. you know, don't do it because you have to do it because right. you want to. Right. And so it seems like there has to be a pivotal moment in your relationship with mm -hmm. God where I don't know if the right word to use is fall in love with him, but where mm -hmm. you just you're taken away by him. Right. You're you're blown away. Yes. And this is what I want to do. Yeah. Um, for you for the rest yeah. of my life, no matter and, what it takes. And Erica, I want to just not challenge that. I want to agree with you, but I want to say, because I think you know this, like love is not just an emotion. So when we're right. saying this and people are listening, mm -hmm. I want them to understand, like, I don't always feel like right. loving God. Yep. Can, so can we yes. be real? And yes. hey, it's Monday morning <laughs> and it's not necessarily that I'm, I'm like hopping out of my bed to spend time right. with God every mm -hmm. morning. Um, there are those moments that I have that, mm -hmm. that it's just this excitement and, and this passion right. to do that. But it's this, hey, I love him. Mm -hmm. And so I'm doing this. And sometimes I don't feel love, right. 
But love is not just a feeling. Right. It's an action. It's a verb, if right. you will. And so just understanding yeah. that. I want our people to know that, that, hey, I don't always feel like loving Linnell. Mm-hmm. I don't always feel like loving God. But yeah the actions that I'm taking is a demonstration of the love that I have. Yeah. I think that's huge. It's a huge point to make and very important, very significant for our audience. I think, um, that I remember actually when I was in Bible college and I was a new Christian because I went there Mm -hmm. like nine months after being saved. And I remember telling God, I'll do anything, anywhere you want Mm -hmm. me to go, you know, singing all those Hillsong songs to the ends of the earth, all that. And then now years later, it's been 11 years. And there are times Mm -hmm. where I'm like, God, can we talk about this first? (laughs) I mean, look at what, look at what you're asking me to give (laughs) up. You know, really, are you sure? Right. right. When you're a college student and it's just ramen noodles and a dorm, like I don't have a lot to give (laughs) up really. I'm giving everything, God, my gas money, whatever. But now you have more and you're like, Hey, it's a harder call um, to to answer sometimes. So yeah, I totally get yeah, that absolutely yeah, it's great right so that being said a lot of times when we're in our relationship with god other people on the outside looking in which by the way i loved how you told the people like hey you're you're off yes. the hook hopefully yes. you'll participate but yes. this you know that was that was awesome right um the apology to people who have been hurt was mm-hmm. awesome also a much needed right um but in that there are so many times that it can look like we're just rule followers and that mm-hmm. God is this mean God that doesn't want us to have any fun. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think that we can live a better life where we actually show people that, hey, it's not about following rules just for the sake of following rules. Mm-hmm. God actually gives us these guidelines so yeah. that we can live the abundant life. Yes. Uh, one of the things that you said that was also great was it's not about God hating divorce. It's about him hating what divorce does to you. Yes. And same thing with everything else, the, mm-hmm. the lust, the unforgiveness, all mm-hmm. of those things, God cares about what it does to us yeah. rather than just the act of them. Mm-hmm. So how do you think that we can live a life that demonstrates that, especially for people who have been wounded by the church yeah. or just don't believe? Mm-hmm. So I, I think you, you've answered the question already, Erica, but I just, and I so much appreciate just you sharing your heart through all of that, but even asking that question. Because what, what I think sometimes happens is um, we have what you said, this list of rules, if you will, that we think God is asking mm-hmm. us to follow. And what now that I've been doing this for 20 years and been in ministry, and that's when yesterday when I was just sharing and really being open, my heart breaks for our people. Like that really is what gets me mm-hmm. up in the morning because people who haven't lived with through those guardrails that you just mentioned, mm-hmm. hey, this... It's not that God's saying you can't. It's saying, hey, I've created you to live this mm-hmm. way. And when you live outside of this, it's going to hurt mm-hmm. you. Um, not just not that it's going to hurt God mm-hmm. necessarily. It breaks his heart, I think, just mm-hmm. like when my kids do something that I know that's going to hurt mm-hmm. them. Um, my heart. So here, just a really quick example. Malachi, two years old, running or maybe three. I can't remember when he started walking, but running towards traffic mm-hmm. in the road. Yeah. Now, when he sees me and I'm yelling, Malachi, no, he's thinking I'm in trouble. But my heart is I want to protect him mm-hmm. from the traffic. I'm trying to get to him as fast as I can. Because if something would have happened to him in the middle of a trap, I know the the danger and the damage mm-hmm. that this could bring to him. He has no idea. He's two mm-hmm. and three years old. Right. And I think it's the same way with God. Sexual immorality, mm-hmm. sexual sin, adultery, whatever you want to divorce, some of the things, unforgiveness, mm-hmm. greed, mm-hmm. selfishness, mm-hmm. Um, only loving people who love you back like that. When we live in that way, it's not that God is saying, hey, I'm going to punish you. He's saying, 
wow, that is not how I've created you right. to live. Right. Um, I have so, and if you keep living that direction, it's going, and I think I mentioned this yesterday, you're going to destroy yourself. Right. People who are living in sexual sin, and, and I think <laughs> the point I was trying to bring yesterday with that is I feel like the church has been, not all the time, but so silent on that issue mm-hmm. um, yes. that our, our, the church is confused and the world is confused mm-hmm. when they think about what God thinks about when it right. comes to sex. Yeah. And so I just feel like, man, we've done a horrible job. And that's mm-hmm. why I was very apologetic because mm-hmm. I feel like people have been turned off mm-hmm. to the church or have been hurt by the church mm-hmm. because we haven't done a good job at representing God. Right. And it has come off as God's this mean man who wants to judge you mm-hmm. and he's he's really just he doesn't care about your happiness he's really just this cruel right. god who's trying to control you mm-hmm. and i i really feel again how jesus in the bible explains it when i'm reading it is he's this heavenly father who loves you and he sees where you're going and he's trying to wave his hands and say no mm-hmm. i have so much i have something so much better for you right. and i want to protect you from the pain and the hurt mm-hmm. and that's what i was saying yesterday like people who i sit down with who've walked through divorce or they're on their third marriage or who've walked through sexual sin or who've walked through greed or who've walked through some of these things, they're broken inside mm-hmm. and they're so hurt. Um, and my heart breaks for them. And I, and the Bible talks about weep with those who weep. Mm-hmm. I weep with them because I, I wish that I could just fix right. that, but it's going to take again, time mm-hmm. rebuilding the foundation right. and they've lost their twenties right. or they've lost some, something valuable. They can't get that mm-hmm. relationship that they could have had back with their kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might have some type of relationship, but they're not going to get that time when their kids were little or when their kids were teenagers or, or so many things and so many regrets that people live with because they're not willing to live or submit themselves to the right. ways of the Lord. Right. So anyway, I hope that helps yeah, answer it, a little it bit. It completely yeah. does. I think it goes even back to what we were talking about earlier about how the emotion of love, or so many times we think that love is an emotion, and it goes back to that the understanding that God is love and not yes. putting our mentality of what love is on mm-hmm. God, Exactly. Uh, which goes back to the Bible reading us that, yes. hey, this is what love actually looks like. Right. It protects, it mm-hmm. perseveres, it grieves yes. with you, mm-hmm. um, walks alongside you. And so when God is saying these things, like I, I'm looking to protect you, right. not to spoil your fun. Right. Or control you. Right, right. Yeah. right. And, and wouldn't you say that um, when we live the way that God wants us to, the way of, well, as Pastor Jeff talked about, the the narrow gate. Yes. Or Proverbs yeah. talks about the way of wisdom and mm-hmm. not the way of folly. Would you say that there's more freedom on that side right. than the people who think they're mm-hmm. actually enjoying freedom and not yeah. being controlled? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And so when whenever someone comes again who's controlled by, let's just use the example of substance abuse, mm-hmm. And, and that's controlling them. They thought that they were free right. to drink whatever they want, mm-hmm. smell whatever they want, put in their bodies whatever right. they wanted mm-hmm. to, but now they're this is their master right. and they have to go to their next hit or they have to have their next drink yeah. or whatever that is, whatever that substance is that is controlling them. Mm-hmm. And they would say, I don't feel free. I feel trapped. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is controlling me. And mm-hmm. so I think that that's so important uh-huh. um, because... 
again, Jesus says you can only have one master Mm -hmm. and what's going to master you. Is it going to be sexual addictions? Is it going to be substance? Is it going to be money? Is it going to be relationships? Is it going to be your insecurities? Is it going to be your unforgiveness? Like something is, you're going to bow your knee to something. Mm -hmm. Um, There's going to be a God in your life. It's just, which one do you want to choose? Right. And so I think, again, God... (laughs) When you choose to bow your knee to the Lord, I feel like there's so much more freedom. Mm -hmm. There really is. Um, And it feels like the opposite. Right. It really does. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, that goes back to the kingdom of God. It's this upside down kingdom that... that we fully don't understand mm-hmm. until we say, okay, God, I, right. I, I need your help. I surrender. Right, right. So That's awesome. Thank yeah. you so much. Yes. So what would you say for uh, people who you mentioned talking about, you know, just start somewhere, just mm-hmm. pray, yes. uh, block the number, mm-hmm. um, read, start in the Psalms. Right. Um, what would you say is... We all have to start with somewhere. That's right. basically what you were saying. Yes. Start somewhere. If you want to mm-hmm. live this out, if you want to start doing the hard things and build your house right. on a rock, you have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so start small, like yes. with everything else. Yeah. So how would you say that we start in those, what we would call baby steps? How mm-hmm. do we get to the baby steps? Yeah, I think, um, so this is why I think so. community is so important, mm-hmm. that you have people in your life who are helping you and... Um, just for me personally, real quick, and I don't want to get off on a tangent here, but, uh, and you may have heard this term before when you were in Bible school, like mm-hmm. everyone should have a Paul and everybody should have a Timothy. Mm-hmm. This idea of there should be someone who you're looking towards that is challenging you and you bringing you along in your faith and your mm-hmm. relationship. And then there's someone who maybe is behind you a little bit and saying, hey, you come with, let me help you with this. Mm-hmm. And so for those who don't have those type of relationships, that's why I believe in small groups so much mm-hmm. in relationships, not just attending a Sunday morning, but also getting connected with other believers, right. that that's important. Um, but those baby steps, again, just going back to that, it's just starting small, mm-hmm. taking a step um, to, to, to begin. And I know people are, can get caught up with, again, going back to the money, this idea of, oh, I've got to give 10% to right. God. And I've told people, hey, well, just start where you can. Mm-hmm. But there's this maturing process that begins to happen, mm-hmm. even with prayer and reading your Bible right. and fasting and generosity um, and, and sexual purity. Because I know people are, are at, at all different stages where they're at. And you mm-hmm. said a moment ago, blocking a cell phone mm-hmm. number. If that's where you have to start at mm-hmm. to begin to disconnect from some of those relationships that you found yourself in, I think that it's just... A, it's a great place, again, what you said, to Mm -hmm. start small um, and then begin moving forward. Mm -hmm. And last year, it was around this time, it was at the end of December, I talked from Hebrews about the, the, when Paul's saying, hey, you're, you're still acting like a child when you should be able to Mm -hmm. eat meat. So I feel like just like a child, there is a progression. Mm -hmm. And so it's so easy for people sometimes to, to stay where the easy thing is and read the verse of the day Mm -hmm. and pray five minutes and, only give a few dollars in the offering right. like and i'm u- i'm using those examples because it's those can be the like the top three right. if you will of hey yes. i understand what this means uh-huh. about christianity but there's so much more than that but if a year passes or two year passes and you're still wearing spiritual diapers mm-hmm. if you will mm-hmm. there does come a point where you have to grow up and mature mm-hmm. in your faith right and i think sometimes 
we can cradle people mm -hmm. and tr continue to l just allow them to live in that state of immaturity right. instead of really challenging them to say, okay, now it's time to take that next step. Right. And that's where I think out of relationship that you can begin to do that. Yeah. So how do you think that a person knows, like, let's say they've been doing these baby steps because it's similar to working out, right? right. You can it really keep going is. and not challenge yourself, but right. you're going. Right. You know? Yes. So yes. when do you think that a person knows or how do they know when mm -hmm. it's time to increase how much time they're spending in prayer or how much mm -hmm. money they're actually giving in their right. Tithe. Yeah. How do you I, think they know? I think, again, it's out of relationship. It's out of accountability. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think that whenever, again, we're wanting as believers to continue to mature and for our lives um, to continue to move forward. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want to give necessarily a timeline because I know people are all on a different yeah. place in their journey. Mm -hmm. um, but I would, and this is a great time to do this. We're coming to the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And if you can really evaluate and say, okay, this is what I did last year. What, what's something else? What's another weight that I can pick up? Right. So you use the, the working out mentality uh -huh. Uh -huh. or this idea, this analogy. So when I go to the gym, if I'm just lifting 50 pounds for three years, mm -hmm. something's something's right. <laughs> not necessarily wrong, but there should be some increase. Yeah. So every week, if I just added five pounds mm -hmm. or every other week, if I added five pounds there, there should be some, again, more baby steps, more mm -hmm. small steps mm -hmm. that we're taking, um, towards Christ in our relationships yeah. with Christ. And how do you think that the Holy spirit works in those baby steps? Like mm -hmm. how does he meet us in those times? Right. I think, um, again, that's why I love the Holy spirit so much. Cause that's, and I appreciate what you just said, because more than me telling you what to mm -hmm. do, I feel like the Holy Spirit can guide you in that. Mm -hmm. um, the the Lord, when we allow ourselves and when we are saying, God, I really want you to speak to me, mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, I want you to speak to me. Mm -hmm. um, man, he is ready to do that. And I, I love that picture of Samuel in the temple. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Mm -hmm. That whole idea of just saying, God, whatever you're wanting me to do next, I want to do that. Yeah. I want to take that step. Yeah. And I, I think that the Lord will continue to convict us. Mm -hmm. And that that's what he's done to me. Just And it I've never heard the audible voice of God, mm -hmm. but it's this knowing when I'm reading God's word and then it's confirming something in my heart. Wow, I do need to take that right. next step in my relationship with Christ. Yeah. and Or I need to, to get stronger in this area mm -hmm. of my relationship with mm -hmm. Christ. Yeah, I... I think what it comes down to your whole message, what I was thinking about is this idea that we're in a vertical relationship with God, not a horizontal yes. one. And so it's what he says goes. So mm -hmm. when I go to scripture, it reads me mm -hmm. instead of me just reading it. Yes. Um, in this situation, it's God leading me and my baby steps and me yep. being just being open to hearing him and remembering that he's king of my life. Absolutely. And so he knows when I'm ready for the next Yes, so exactly. Thank you so much, Pastor Michael. Oh, like yes. I said, your message yeah. was so inspiring and motivating. Yeah. I think Jeff said to you that for 30 minutes, he forgot he was a pastor because yeah. he was so enthralled by it. But it <laughs> was so, great. so great, applicable well, and yeah. um, lots of meat. Your stories yeah. were so illustrative of your theological points. So mm -hmm. thank you so much. Absolutely. I'm happy. Thank you for listening. If you love today's message and you want to hear more, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast for new episodes every week. Take care and we'll see you next time.